Good evening, everyone. My name is Allison Dijak, and welcome to On the Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts, film, and event listings here on MidtownRadio.ca, KW's hyperlocal radio. Every week, we will be chatting about all of the local happenings in KW, from live music to comedy shows, DJ sets, burlesque and drag, movies, and more. We want to begin by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral people. We are grateful to be using this space this evening and recognize the enduring presence of First Nations, Métis, and Inuit people still gathering, living, and working in this area. Now this show will be broadcast live every week, every Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. And tonight I'm broadcasting live from Midtown in my house. I have to be honest, tonight is a bit of an exception. I'm gonna let you in on a bit of radio magic here. This episode was actually pre-recorded because I have a performance this Thursday night and my co-host Danielle is off on vacation to Cuba. But earlier in the week, we were able to chat with some amazing guests to bring you some great conversations for the show tonight. So speaking of guests, we have two wonderful people joining our show tonight. First off, local hip-hop and alternative artist Steve Dave will chat with us in the first half of the show. We had him on our program at the end of September, just when he was releasing the first lead single off of his album. And finally, the full album is here. So I'll be diving into his album release with him. And he is even giving us an exclusive first listen to one of the tracks off his new album that comes out Friday. So you get a little sneak peek here on Midtown Radio. In the second half of our show, we'll hear a conversation from Danielle DeVoe, who met up with Tracy Van Kalsbeek the executive director of the Uptown Waterloo BIA. The Uptown Waterloo BIA has been an amazing sponsor for our show this season, so we thought it was only right to talk with them about how local events have evolved in Uptown this past year. So there's lots to look forward to in the show tonight, two amazing conversations, lots of local music as always, and we'll of course be giving you a full events rundown of all of the awesome arts and culture events happening in town this weekend. So let's kick things off with some music now. This is a new holiday release from local country musician, Jessie T. She is actually gonna be doing a Christmas concert this weekend on Sunday night at Strikers to sort of celebrate this release and also just have some fun with some other local musicians and the local community here. This is her brand new song, Ugly Christmas Sweater. I could blame the lights, blame the season, or is it the stiff fruit punch? Boy, you come up. Mistletoe dreaming, get that second hand look, a first class touch. 
You just heard Ugly Christmas Sweater by Jessie T here on Midtown Radio. Jessie T is going to be throwing an ugly Christmas sweater themed party on Sunday night at Strikers. If you're looking for some great local music with a bit of a holiday feel, she's going to be performing alongside Katie Topham and Eric Bolton and some other friends. So definitely something to check out. Well, if you're just joining us, welcome to On the Scene on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Dijak, and we have a great show in store for you. Over the next hour, we'll be talking all about local arts and culture events going on in KW. And later in the show, we'll be chatting with two special guests, uh, hip-hop and alternative artist Steve Dave, as well as the executive director of the Uptown Waterloo BIA, Tracy Van Kalsbeek. Now, before we dive into our interviews, there are a few events that I want to highlight here for you that are going on in town this weekend. So the holiday markets are still going on. If you are like me and have been putting off the Christmas shopping a little bit too late, um, Sugar Run in downtown Kitchener is going to be hosting a really fun sip and shop vintage clothing and last minute gift market. Sugar Run is a really fun speakeasy in downtown Kitchener. So if you're not sure where it is, maybe 
see if you can find out from a friend or message us on Instagram. We'll tell you where it, where it is. Um, but they have amazing drinks. It's a really amazing community there. And they also do a lot of fun little pop-up events. So on Sunday at 5 p.m., they will have a ton of vendors um, selling vintage clothing, jewelry, handmade art, and also featuring Sugar Run bottled cocktails and gift sets to take home. It's free entry, um, should be a really fun little market to check out. The next event that I want to highlight here is that The Hub actually has a ton of stuff going on this weekend. The Hub is uh, used to be The Wax in downtown Kitchener, and they have just been hosting so many fun dance parties and also some really great concerts with a lot of local musicians opening up for some touring acts. So on Friday, Lost in Japan is going to be performing at The Hub and a living room for small local pop punk rockers are going to be opening up for them. They are a super amazing group. If you've never seen them live, they have so much energy. Their songs are so catchy. So you're just going to be singing all their songs for the rest of the night. Um, and they're just the nicest guys ever. So that shows at 7:30. tickets are $20. And then on Saturday, there's an awesome hip hop show um, coming your way at the hub. Nate Husser is the headliner, but we're going to have some local openers, Young Lungs and Ramsey Almighty and Apox as well. So that should be an unreal night of talent and music and energy as well. If you're more looking for a bit of a dance party later in the night or after the concert, they are doing some really fun holiday-themed dance parties. Friday night is Swiftmas, a Taylor Swift dance party, and Saturday, near and dear to my heart, a One Direction holiday dance party. So lots of fun things happening at the Hub this weekend if you're looking for a great night out. The last event that I want to highlight here is actually happening outside of downtown Kitchener, but it's a super special event to Midtown Radio because we are going to be there and live broadcasting for the first time. So Counterpoint Brewing over on Victoria Street, sort of across from the Home Hardware. Um, They're also across from the Casey's and the amazing um, Latinos Americanas uh, grocery store. Um, Counterpoint Brewing is hosting the Brownman Acoustic Quartet Holiday Madness Christmas Concert. So this sounds like such a fun show. Um, internationally acclaimed jazz trumpet player Brownman Ali is bringing a jazz Christmas show to Counterpoint Brewing. Think Christmas songs, but then think of any fun way you could change the vibe, change the tempo, change the genre, and just make it a super fun, energetic brand new song. So we are going to be hanging out at Counterpoint all night, live broadcasting the event. So if you're feeling like a night in, you can tune into Midtown Radio. But if you want to get out of the house on Friday night, catch some amazing live music, you can find tickets on Eventbrite 
or you can go to um, counterpointbrewing.ca and pick up tickets for the Holiday Madness Christmas concert. It should be a super fun time. Now, every week on the scene brings you an events rundown of all of the amazing live music, comedy shows, movies, and more that you can check out around downtown Kitchener and uptown Waterloo. We're going to start things off with our music listings for this weekend. In music at Bobby O'Brien's on Friday night, you can hear Martina's Gun at 8 p.m. At Jane Bond, DJ Good Doctor will be back on Friday night with Music for the Masses presents Nowhere, 90s Alternative Night. Music starts at 10 p.m. DJ 88 is going to be hitting up Jane Bond on Saturday night at 10 p.m. as well. At the Jazz Room this weekend, Mary Catherine Pisano is celebrating her CD release that we chatted about last week. The show is actually sold out, which is super amazing, but check out Mary Catherine's new album if you have a chance. On Saturday at the Jazz Room, Virginia McDonald will be performing as part of the Women in Jazz series starting at 8pm and tickets are $18. At the KW Little Theatre, we're going to keep the Christmas concerts going with A Family Christmas with Katie Topham and Jamie Warren also alongside Jeremy Williams. This trio is going to be playing some lovely Christmas songs all night, sharing some stories, and the show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are just $25. At Lost Vessel Vintage in Uptown Waterloo, Steve Dave is celebrating his album release show featuring special guests Quinton Barnes and Neck. The show starts at 10 p.m. and tickets are $10 at the door or ahead of time on Eventbrite. At the Rich Uncle Tavern, Lucas Stagg is performing on Friday and Ben Rolo is coming on Saturday. At the Registry Theatre on Saturday and Sunday, you can catch a big band Christmas with the Big Band Theory. Tickets are $25. And at TWB on Friday night, they'll be hosting the Brewers Brass Holiday Concert and Pairing Event. This brass quartet featuring none other than TWB head brewer Peter Collins on trombone will be playing some of your holiday favorites as well as some classical classics. Plus, they'll be offering some beer and cookie pairing flights, which sounds like a lot of fun. That is all of our music listings for this evening, but if you want to catch any of those names or get a bit more information, you can head to our brand new website, onthescenekw.ca. On the Scene is proud to bring in local guests each week to be part of our show and share in discussing all that is happening in the Waterloo Region's arts and culture scene. Earlier in the week, I got the chance to sit down with local hip-hop alternative artist Steve Dave and discuss his brand new album release. It was so much fun diving into the process with Steve Dave and chatting about 
how this album all came together, what were some of the themes that emerged, and especially to chat about his album release show. So his new album comes out Friday, and you can hear our conversation now. Welcome back to On The Scene, Steve Dave. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Just finished the work day, and uh, now I get to chat about music, which is a lot of fun. (laughs) Absolutely. Nothing better. Yeah. So uh, you are actually one of the few guests that we've had twice on this show. Uh, So we're thrilled to have you back to celebrate the upcoming release of your new album. How are the the nerves feeling? Is it nerves or excitement? How are you feeling this week? Um, It's tough. I feel like I'll know more in hindsight. Um, yeah. Also, thank you for, for doubling me up on the, <laughs> on the programming. I appreciate that. Of course. Uh, but yeah, no, when I first chatted with, with Midtown Radio, I was um, just off the first single mm-hmm. of my album. So you guys premiered the first single and now we'll be premiering the intro intro track um so there's some finality there and as far as the nerves go uh, i'm just focused on the show we have coming up and trying to uh get through the week more than anything i guess awesome yeah so very exciting steve dave the album comes out on friday december 16th and it is a full length 10 track album Um, So we already have three of the tracks out. Like you said, we premiered that first one, 4.20 a.m. back in September, I think, right at the end of September, was it? Um, And then you've also released Rapture. And I might need your help with this one. Do you say it by the initials, I-D-K-W-E-2-S? Or do you have a different way you pronounce it? (laughs) We we call it, I don't know what else to say, um, but whatever works. Okay. Just the, I guess the obscene acronym is kind of part of the charm with that one. I love it. Honestly, it just made me want to like think about it more and it kind of was stuck in my head for the day. So I like it. Mission accomplished. Yeah. So those three singles have come out uh, throughout the fall and I had to listen to all of them today and I am sort of noticing some different themes coming throughout each of the songs. One is sort of like being stuck awake with your thoughts in the middle of the night. I feel like we have a bit of a love song in there and also sort of like reflecting on the general state of the world. Um, I'm wondering, is there an overall theme that runs through the album throughout these 10 songs or is each song a little bit different? Um, I guess if there was an overall theme, it would just be like my mind state probably over 2020, 2021 yeah. um, in terms of being like a loose theme. But there's nothing really super cohesive. Uh, I guess it's just all inspired by the fact that I put out some material in 2020 right before COVID and then lockdown happened. And then it was just like, okay, what do I do now? I can't play shows anymore. Um, So all of it was kind of written at the peak of all of that, like when lockdowns were intense and and just over the next year and a half. Um, So that's kind of like the unifying theme or over the whole body of work but yeah it's just like an emotional roller coaster I guess more than anything because there's a I feel like the tracks I put out are more middling and the rest are kind of up and down so I'm I'm Mm -hmm. curious to see what people think 
Wonderful. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's nice to be able to sort of put out music that is maybe like a little more vulnerable, sort of exploring those like personal thoughts. I mean, no one was doing super well at the beginning of the pandemic. So to be able to share that with, with your audience is really special. I feel like a, an, an interesting way to connect with them. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to, I'm trying not to dwell on anything, I guess. Um, which is something that comes up in the album as well. We'll have to look out for that. But when I first started recording, being in that mind state had a huge influence on things. Um, but I think what's important is that like a lot of those feelings of, of like isolation and like loneliness, um, I tried not to like associate them too heavily with the pandemic or anything like that, because I wanted to make something that was like a little bit more, I don't want to say timeless. I feel like it's a cop out to say timeless, <laughs> but, um, but a lot of my friends were like, like, a, especially in hip hop music, there's people making songs called like quarantine and like lockdown and using these like COVID buzzwords. I think the closest I would, I would say would be things like talking about a bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what else to say or saying like, um, like rapture in general, like as the world burns down. But again, like I tried to be a little bit like loose with any metaphorical stuff like that, just in yeah. case, you know, I didn't want it to be like this COVID album. Totally. Um, but I can't lie in saying that like a lot of those songs were definitely inspired by the feelings that were evoked at that time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um. So you released the track listing uh, out into the world on social media this week, along with some amazing album art that we'll also chat about in a bit. Um, now that we know all the names of the songs, what song are you most excited to get out there? You have seven left to pick from. Honestly, that's actually a really good question. Um, it's hard to like, it's hard for me to like, look at any of the songs as like individual tracks okay. at this point um because they're also like different in their own way and i don't know i might be it's 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 my art so i'm too close to it but there's a song called overdose that's like really heavy thematically and it's probably one of the ones that was like not so inspired by lockdown it was kind of inspired by like a lot of stuff i went through in my like formative years as like a teenager and a young adult um and it's it's like probably the heaviest track on the album thematically but in terms of being vulnerable I would say that that is the most like um intense one and I think that it might be evocative uh a little bit beyond what the rest of the the records are are like if that makes sense yeah um so yeah I'll, I'll, I'll go with that one for sure for sure. Um, and so sort of thinking about like this process and, and talking about like comparing this album to other stuff you've released in the past. Um, last time we chatted, you said this was a really long process putting this album together, like three years of writing during the pandemic and then like a year and a half of record, like three years in total, sort of a year and a half of recording, tweaking, and just spending a little more time with this than you maybe have with some past releases um, or projects that didn't even get to the release stage. Does this release feel different than the last albums you've put out there? Absolutely. Um, Like you said, almost a three-year process, just shy of that, fortunately. I really wanted to make sure it got out in 2022 for yeah. that reason because like it would mark three full years if I put it out in February of next year mm-hmm. um but overall like the process has been completely different like knowing 
every step of the way, like what's going to be happening has been helpful. There's still a bit of like doing things by the seat of your pants, but like having singles out long before the album, like choosing the track list and doing all of that, um, you know, probably like five or six months in advance is like night and day compared to what I've done for past releases where it was a little bit more like choosing an arbitrary deadline and just whatever I had at that point was, you know, was what I was going to be releasing. Um, mm-hmm. At this time, I was like, I want to make sure I have the artwork, the track list, and then I'm going to decide how I'm going to release it. And that like is honestly, I, I feel like this is my first real project um, in that regard. Very cool. Yeah. It feels a little more special and sort of intentional that way. Do you think? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about this artwork. Um, you released some artwork on your social media this week that goes with your track listing. And uh, when I went into your little pre-save link, I saw the cover and it is absolutely stunning. Uh, where is the art from? Yeah. Um, I honestly, that's one of those things too. Like I usually started with the artwork before okay. uh in previous releases i would like have the artwork and then i would like build a theme around that mm-hmm. uh, this time i obviously i worked on the album for a long time so the album artwork came so late in the process and i had chatted with a couple different people about what it should look like um and i had different ideas but nothing really solid until the summer i would say um and the artist who did it arthur kavanaugh um phenomenal phenomenal their uh, instagram handle is peas and love and love and peas like <laughs> like the that. vegetable peas yeah. um but honestly just like a phenomenal local artist um who i've connected with fortunately like over the past past year or so um and i i you know it was kind of like a pipe dream to have them do the artwork uh because like we chatted a little bit about it and they've been going through a lot lately so I was like no pressure but if you have time like I would really love to get your ideas on this album and yeah I had this concept I was I was talking to someone about The Little Prince which is a book I really like yes me too and so I was like someone was like you're like The Little Prince like you're like the Prince of KW and I was like oh I don't know (laughs) about that but like that's my album art I don't know how I'm gonna like manifest that but I got that idea and so I drew like the cover of the little prince yeah. uh, with crayons and then I like drew me kind of like him like the little prince with my outfit on so I drew um I drew a little mock up and it was like this like really you know elementary uh hand drawing uh of me on standing on the moon like that yeah and um I sent that to to Arthur and you know, kind of just like, hey, like, I might go with this. I know you're busy right now. So like, let me know what you think. And then like a few days later, they sent me back the the final version. Oh my of gosh. The artwork where it's definitely, it's more of an artistic interpretation of, of The Little Prince, which def- mm-hmm. differentiates it quite a bit. But I feel like that like loose theme is still in there of kind of just like self-discovery and, and like learning about your own identity, which, um, if I could go back and answer the question from before too, I've had some people who previewed the tracks and they're like, I really see how you kind of like found yourself through mm-hmm. some of these songs. Um, and, and that really kind of brings it all together with the theme of the little Prince. Cause I remember reading that in high school and just being like, Oh, this is, this is how I feel. Um, so yeah, 
I'm super, yeah. super stoked about the album artwork. I think it like elevates the art like 110%. Um, and I'm really, really excited for people to see it. I think that that's going to be like the biggest thing to draw people in. So definitely. Yeah. It's not something that I thought of when I first saw it, but then as soon as you said little prince, it's like, oh yeah, of course. Like definitely I, I see that as well. And yeah, it's definitely a favorite story of mine as well. So I really, I really like that connection. Um, yeah. So people will get to see the album on Friday. It's all coming out then. And to celebrate, you are throwing a release show. Um, tell us a little bit about it. I know it's in Uptown Waterloo um, at Lost Vessel. Um, yep. Tell us a little bit about this space. I've heard of it, but never been. So how did you, how did you choose a spot for your release show? The, the people who run Lost Vessel are some old friends of mine, actually. Um, we did our first sort of like pop-up event together in like 2018 oh, um, cool. at like the button factory for my, my first mixtape release. So um, we've known each other for a long time and they did that, this pop-up at my first event. Um, so it's kind of like a full circle moment. Now they have their own shop and I have like a professional album ready to go. Um, and, you know, I've worked closely with them to do some events over the past year. We actually did our first event there um post covid in december so like it would be a year ago on the 11th or it would be a year ago this week yeah. um we did a fine wine night with like a live band and i got to play there then um so yeah we've done a we did an album release last week for a different artist on our label called uh capri soleil and that went phenomenally um so yeah it's Lost yeah. Vessel. It's across the street from Princess Cinema, kind of like up an elevator. It's like a really like interesting vibe. There's kind of like music playing in the elevator on the way up. And there's cool. lots of like really interesting vintage decor and and just memorabilia. Um, and yeah, we've got, you know, some support from a local artist named Quentin Barnes, who's fantastic, as well as someone named Neck, who I've played shows with before. And some of my fans will will know that we have songs together um trying to think of a cohesive way to like present it all but yeah lost <laughs> festival is a very interesting place um to do shows yeah it's definitely unique in a lot of ways um and yeah i'm just really grateful that i have uh friends who are you know making these spaces available to me so for sure yeah it's always kind of fun to like perform in a little bit of an unconventional space too right like you could have easily like booked Maxwell's Music House or booked, uh, you know, the Button Factory or booked somewhere where there's shows more often. So it's really fun to have like a memorable spot that people are gonna, um, Absolutely. you know, it'll kind of stick in their minds as like a really special night. And honestly, for an album release, it, it should be a really special night too. So. Yeah, for sure. There was a, there was a few ideas kicking around of like maybe doing something a bit smaller and more intimate somewhere like at Goldie's or, or Jane Bond or something yeah. like that. Um, but we in it, we wanted to kind of make it more accessible, make it a big thing and, and try and involve as many people as possible. So um, doing it in that space is definitely the most conducive of like making it a party as opposed to just like more intimate and and that sort of thing. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm excited, but um, you never know until the night of. And <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so for the show, are you performing the album top to bottom or like throwing some old songs in your set list as well? 
Um, there will definitely be some classics played. Um, I'm nice. not going to leave out any fan favorites or anything like that. Um, I don't think the entire album will be performed, but you never know. Uh, and also, there might be some completely new tracks as well um, that are not coming out anytime soon. So Awesome. So definitely a performance people don't want to miss. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, how can folks get tickets if they want to join you for the show? There will be tickets at the door for sure. But if you want to make sure, make extra sure that your your spot is reserved, we can you can get them at Eventbrite. Um, oh. And they're like 10 bucks with fees. Yeah. Awesome. Well, huge congratulations again, Steve Dave. Recording and releasing an album is a giant undertaking and uh, we're really so lucky to have you as part of this local music scene and I cannot wait to hear the full album. So excited. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me on the show um, throughout this whole process. I really appreciate the support and uh, I love KW. I love the music scene here. So uh, I'm really happy just to be kind of, you know, involved in, in, in what's happening here. And I'm happy to get the opportunity to like give back to a community that's kind of helped me get to where I'm where I'm at now. So um, Fantastic. lots more from here. I'm really excited to do what's next and mm -hmm. release even more music and do more shows and and hopefully chat more with you about that as those things happen. Wonderful. Well, we're going to close things off now with uh, another premiere of one of the songs. I love that Midtown Radio always gets the exclusive first listen. Uh, we're going to listen to the first track, the opening track from the album. Can you give us like a 30 second intro of what the song is about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is the first song on the album. It's kind of like I'm setting the tone for what you're about to hear for the next 20 minutes or so. And it's heavily inspired by the movie Joe Dirt. Um, so there's there's a few sound clips. If you're familiar, you might catch them. Um, and that phrase, life is a garden, is kind of just like it is what you make of it. Um, so this this uh this album and this song, all of this is a reflection of me kind of, you know showing everyone my garden and what I've grown over the past couple of years. Oh, I love it. Well, best of luck with the release and the show on Friday. And uh, we'll chat soon for sure. Thank you very much for having me. Have a fantastic week. And yeah, I look forward to chatting again. Thanks. Well, this is Steve Dave's brand new song from his brand new album, Steve Dave, the album. This is Life is a Garden. You hear that in there? No, man, but you gotta keep going. What am I gonna do, quit? That's not an option, you gotta keep on keeping on. Life's a garden, dig it, you make it work for you. You never give up, man, that's my philosophy. Yeah, it feels, it feels pretty natural to have this song, this, these... Uh, yeah, the words that are. Does it ever? Yeah. Stretch. <laughs> Does it ever? Yeah. Steep Dave, I'll fly like coast. Always solid, I'll never ever ghost. Extra, extra, I will always be the most. So let me make a toast. I don't wanna make friends with the people that I don't like. I used to ride around on a mini dirt bike. And I called it my hog. It's funny. When you're lying, they always think you're telling the truth The only answer that I ever really had for you Is that I wouldn't say it if 
true And I wouldn't have to say it if you knew it to be true When you're lying, they always think you're telling the truth The only answer that I ever really have for you Is that I wouldn't say it if I couldn't prove it to be true And you wouldn't have to say it if you knew it to be true No man, but you gotta keep going What am I gonna do, quit? That's not an option, you gotta keep on keeping on Life cigars, you dig it, you make it work for you. Spend the better part of your life Try to forget what you learned in the past I take the path less traveled Or I don't take a path I think about how my life unraveled But I try not to dwell in the past So I take the path less traveled Or I make a new one Yeah got nice gardens bro i'm gonna man my brother's got a really nice garden i'm gonna plant some shit in it he doesn't plant nothing you just heard the exclusive premiere of life is a garden the number one track on steve dave's brand new album coming out friday december 16th Every week on On The Scene, we'll give you a listing of a ton of arts and culture events happening in KW. For a full listing of our events going on this weekend, you can check out our new website, onthescenekw.ca, and at the top of the site, you'll see tabs for comedy, stage, music, and festivals and market listings. You can click on each tab and check out all that is going on in the city. So in the first half of the show, we gave you our music listings for the weekend, and here's the rest now. 
in comedy on Friday night, the Rusty Nail at the Crazy Canuck has Alex Wood with Hannah Lawrence, starting at 7 p.m. for doors and 8 p.m. for the show. Tickets are $20 and they always go fast, so email rustynailcomedy at gmail.com to save your spot. In Festivals and Markets, Short Finger Brewing Co. is hosting a Festivus Party and Market with awesome beer and awesome local vendors on Saturday at 4 p.m. Sugar Run is hosting a Sip and Shop Vintage Clothing and Last Minute Gift Market on Sunday at 5 p.m. In films this weekend at our local cinemas, The Apollo will be showing Bones and All, Drunken Cinema presents Die Hard, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, She Said, Home Alone, and Holy Spider. The Princess Original will be screening Banshees of a Nurserin, Drop the Needle, Die Hard, and It's a Wonderful Life. And that one will be free if you bring a food bank donation. And at the Princess Twin in Uptown Waterloo, you can catch The Menu or The Fablemans. And lastly, on the stage this weekend, Descendants Brewery is hosting Sparkle Party Burlesque Night with Crystal Quartz. However, it's already sold out, which is super fantastic. Just means you got to get those tickets a little earlier next time. That is all of our event listings for this evening. You can always check out our website on thescenekw.ca to catch those names again. Now we're very excited to welcome this next guest to On The Scene. The Uptown Waterloo BIA has been a wonderful sponsor throughout the entire first season of On The Scene. They've helped us in bringing this show together and getting all of these events out to our listeners every single week. When we started on the scene, it really our aim was to promote local events happening in town and also chatting with the people that are making those events happen, whether it be local musicians who are playing shows, local businesses that are hosting interesting events, or different performers from every discipline that are hosting great events and great entertainment in town. So Danielle DeVoe, my co-host, was able to sit down with the executive director of the Uptown Waterloo BIA, Tracy Van Kalsbeek, and chat about what this past year has looked like for events in Uptown Waterloo. So you can hear their conversation now. My name is Danielle DeVoe, and you are listening to Midtown Radio, and I am here with Tracy Van Kalsbeek, Executive Director of the Uptown Waterloo Business Improvement Area. Thank you so much for joining me today, Tracy. You bet. Thanks for having me on, Danielle. So local BIAs have, of course, been instrumental to this program. We've been promoting a lot of events and, and going to different venues around um, uptown and downtown to, to sort of see what vibrancy is out there. And it's been a lot of fun. We've seen so much great stuff happening. And especially over the summer, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about what some of the highlights that you felt you saw in terms of the summer festival season or just local businesses getting back into being fully open? What are some of the things that you kind of reflect fondly on now? 
Yeah, you guys have been a great partner for sure, Danielle. You kind of connect our downtown and our uptown there in the middle. And uh, you've been very supportive of uh, some of the projects that we've been doing, one of them being the markets this past summer. So we had our night market that ran July and August into September. And uh, that we started that a couple of years ago, and it's really continuing to evolve and grow. Uh, we did it out of a need to bring some type of vibrancy to Uptown when so many things were closed during the pandemic, yet people felt safer being outdoors. So what a great way to bring local vendors together and to a space where people felt comfortable. You know, in the beginning, we had to do all the social distancing and mask wearing and measuring out spaces between the different um, different vendors and only allowing so many people in it at a time. I can tell you this past summer, we didn't have to do any of that. It was awesome. <laughs> But um, yeah, we, we felt that uh, doing those summer, uh, the summer uh, markets really helped to bring a cool vibe to Uptown. Uh, this past summer, the added patios, which is another thing that we partnered with uh, the city and our businesses on uh, creating really cool places for people to come again outdoors where people were feeling comfortable with our patios. So adding the night market to that nighttime vibe of patios too really helped to to add to Uptown and that, that placemaking that we were looking for. Uh, you mentioned our businesses and, you know, how are they doing uh, post-pandemic? A lot of them, you know, they, they had record years this past summer, record summers, uh, but they're still feeling the effects. You know, they're still you know, trying to get um, materials in and, uh, you know, with all of that kind of stuff happening. Um, we have been working with them you know, on, on uh, promotions and everything else to be able to get people to come back. And I will say that the message of choosing local has really been heard by our community. Uh, I've seen it. I saw it last year. I saw it again this year where the focus really has come into that. The folks want to support the small businesses, the businesses that you know where you're, when you spend money in that business, that money is coming back into our community. The small business owners, they're the ones that employ our kids, they sponsor sports teams. You get that added customer service that you don't get when you go to a big department store where they know who you are, they know what you like, and they will you know, do go, go above and beyond for their customers. So they're still feeling effects of the pandemic. Uh, they're still recovering and still need our help. So this holiday season, and this has been a message that uh, you know, we've been pushing out certainly from the BIA, um, we know that people are struggling. We know that the cost of living has gone up exponentially. Um, but for those uh, for those that are still out there and, and looking to do some holiday shopping, you know, we encourage you to keep it local. Support those small businesses that uh, are still feeling the effects of the pandemic and still you know ha have weathered through the storm and continue to weather through. So we highly encourage folks to get out there and support our local businesses with their holiday shopping this holiday season. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's interesting. There's so much going on uptown in terms of those great shops that you can hit for gifts, but there's also, you know, a lot of great experiences to be had. What are, you know, what are some of the things that people can expect if they, if, if they haven't been uptown in a while, what, what, what's that shopping experience going to be like and, and what is there to do this holiday season uptown? Yeah. So this past uh, weekend, we had our annual um, kind of holiday season event. Um, we had a bunch of our businesses that had special promotions and giveaways. Uh, it was called Winter Wonderland. And then we also this year added 
with the fact that the markets that we've been doing in the summer and how positive they've been. We added one at Oktoberfest in partnership with the mayor. So we added another market to our Winter Wonderland event this past weekend, and we had about 3,000 people through it. So we did one on the Friday evening when we did the official tree lighting ceremony, and then we also had one uh, on Saturday too. So we did them inside the shops. And so we were able to activate some of the empty storefronts that are in there right now, which is great to, you know, it's great to see uh, folks that are coming out and supporting that kind of stuff. Uh, we've worked really hard over the past, I would say two years on adding some additional interesting ways to explore uptown through art. And so we started uh, an art walk, which began at that funny enough, uh, in Hughes Lane on the back doors of businesses there. So we partnered with uh, local business owners, local property owners, and local artists and employed them to come and create or help us create an art walk where we painted the doors of the backs of these businesses and then a way for people to explore uptown and, and find art in an unusual way. We expanded that project over to Dominion Lane. And then this past summer, we also started to add some murals. So you'll find murals on the side of Kentucky Bourbon, as an example, on the side of Fratello. Um, yeah, we've got uh, we've added a few of those, and we're looking to continue to do those. So all of this information can be found on our website too, uptownwaterloobia.com, and you can find those different maps and ways to explore uptown. Uh, for winter, uh, for the holidays, we had some local artists come in and paint windows of businesses. So we've created an art walk around that as well. Again, it can be found on our website. I think we have 20 businesses where their windows are painted by various different artists. And man, are they ever cool to see. So again, if you're looking for something interesting to do and uh, you know you can spend some time out there walking, you can check those out and you know stop in and grab a coffee or do some of your shopping. And only a few steps away too, winter, uh, Wonders of Winter over at Waterloo Park is happening right now until the end of the month too. So that's always, and I know that they've added lights and stuff like that this year. So there's, a, you know, that's always a really cool thing to do with your family as well. Yeah, it's nice for there to be free outdoor activities for uh, those with children who need to be walked around to get some of their Christmas excitement out or ramp it up. I don't know, Wonders of Winter might uh, ramp ramp up the excitement. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, you, you touched, uh, you know, on, on the, the family piece, and that's something certainly that we're looking at when we're thinking about different events. You know, this past uh, fall, we did our, we brought back our treats in the streets, and what a great way, and I don't know, Danielle, if you're able to bring your kids, but a great way for people to, again, explore businesses in Uptown. Um, you know, they're out getting candy. It's a safe way to, to get candy. We started it during the pandemic as well as a way, to, again, to bring people but outdoors, um, but you know, as in a safe way. And so we had, I think, like 30 some odd businesses that participated and the BI supported them with uh, funding so that they could get candy to hand out for the kids, but then created a really fun map that people could go and visit. Um, we, we've done that in the past around the holiday season too with candy canes. Uh, so yeah, just really, you know, trying to keep those types of things in mind. I don't know if you had a chance to as well to get out for the Lumen Festival that the City of Waterloo uh, hosts in September. Man, have they ever grown that festival um, in such a short time. I think it was the fourth year that Lumen has happened. And of course, you know, two of those years being during the pandemic, so it was kind of Lumen light, but brought it back in full tilt this year and uh, just did a dynamite job. And I know a lot of people really loved, as an example, those swings that were brought in that were in the square. I forget how many, 30, 
4,000 or something like that people swam, you know, were swinging on those mm -hmm. during the two weeks that they were here. Actually, I think the 34,000 number was the number of people that came to Lumen. I, did, I just had that number stuck in my head for some reason, but that, I think that was the number that came to Lumen. So, you know, on a, on a one night, on a weekend in September, that's amazing. Yeah. And so, you know, 2022 was the best summer ever. Uh, how is 2023 going to top it? What are you looking forward to in 2023? Yeah, I think, you know, it's the continued support of our businesses as they're recovering. Uh, you know, a lot of them really had to look to change the way that they did their business and, you know, have really come along, come far uh, in their business models. So continuing that, you know, that evolution of what a small business is. Um, I think of you know people being out and wanting to explore, and you think about uptown and uptown specifically, and you think about the new developments that are are coming in, and the number of new people that are going to be walking the streets because they're living there. So you know we've got people coming back to the office, so that equates to more people, you know, the lunchtime crowd. So supporting our our businesses that way as well. They're out uh, buying their lunch. They're out. Uh, shopping over their lunchtime so that's always uh, that's a you know an important piece to for our businesses and support of our businesses and then from an event standpoint um, we'll have our comfort food crawl again and likely doing that in person where the past couple of years we've had it where it's more virtual that people are supporting businesses and they're checking off that they've gone to these different places and then they can be entered into a draw now we're going to get back out and uh, you know bring people to the core and actually be in person and participate. So you're going to see, I think, more of that happening. And uh, just, you know, big events, people are enjoying them. So, you know, Jazz Festival, the Buskers Carnival, Lumen again, those are kind of big flagship events. And we'll continue to uh, support some of the smaller ones that are happening too. I know that um, KW Famous is partnering with our BIA as well as the downtown BIA on their patio party again this year. So it's a great way to bring people out in February when they're not necessarily going out too much, but, uh, and ex exploring our downtown and our uptown uh, through through the, that program. So continuing to support that kind of stuff too is important. And uh, yeah, you'll see more and more of that Flamingo Festival. There's all sorts of different things that we partner on that uh, help to add that vibrancy to uptown. So if you were are listening and you can feel the cold closing in and thought, this is it, my public life, I have to wait until June. Not the case. Lots of really fun events going on. Still lots of vibrancy still. Uh, you know, the restaurants this time of year, so packed. So nice to see everyone out and enjoying themselves. Lots of great music, lots of great DJ nights still on the go. Uh, and of course, the skating rink up, up and running as well. So all kinds of good stuff still to do uptown for the winter and just looking forward to that summer season again, when we get all those wonderful festivals. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. You bet. Thank you so much for having me on, Danielle. And uh, know everybody that uptown businesses are here. They're ready to welcome you. And they also appreciate all the support that you've given them over the past couple of years. And one of the great things that we've seen is the support of artists in all of our recovery efforts. And so, uh, you know, at those events, you're often seeing musicians. And so we'll hear from one of them now. If you have been to an Uptown uh, event, you have definitely seen and heard Junate. And so we are going to hear a song from Junate right now.
You just heard Locanita by local artist Junate here on Midtown Radio. Well, that is all the time we have for On the Scene tonight. Thank you so much, as always, to our sponsors, the Downtown Kitchener BIA and the Uptown Waterloo BIA for their support every week. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Matt Rappolt, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dijak. Special thanks to my guests, Steve Dave and Tracy Van Kalsbeek, for joining us on the show this week. Now, next week is actually going to be our season finale of On the Scene for this year. Myself and our engineer, Derek Rydell, are going to be looking back at some of our favorite interviews and our favorite moments from our first uh, season of On the Scene. So it should be a lot of fun. Um, Tune in next week on Thursday at 7 p.m. and celebrate the first year of On the Scene with us together. Stay tuned to Midtown Radio to hear a new episode of Afro Nights with Digi Millennials with Peter Pierce Elosia. Until next time, I'm Allison Dijak, and this has been On the Scene. Mm-hmm.